Live by every word. That is the challenge and the opportunity the Bible gives to you. This program examines the actual words that have proceeded out of the mouth of God Himself so we can use them to guide our paths and live by them in our everyday lives. This is Live by Every Word. Thanks for joining me today here on Live by Every Word. This is Trumpet Radio 101.3 KPCG. We're online at kpcg.fm, and we have a live link at thetrumpet.com. All of our programming is available in podcast form at thetrumpet.com or kpcg.fm or wherever you like to get your podcasts. A basic question that every Christian needs to ask and answer is, what message did Jesus Christ teach when he was on this earth? That's a very basic question, and yet there's a lot of different thoughts on that. People would have various answers to that question. The message God sent by Christ was the gospel. That was the message. That gospel was the gospel of the kingdom of God. And we see this very directly if we look at a passage in Mark 1. And so if you have a Bible handy, it'd be good to get it out. We can look at some of these passages together and and see what the Bible says. Notice Mark 1 and verses 14 and 15. Now after that John was put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. There it is. That's what he preached. He preached the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, you, and believe the gospel. So we see here what the message was. It was the gospel of the kingdom of God. People would probably agree that Christ taught the gospel. But then, okay, well, what is the gospel about? Well, it's about the kingdom of God. That's what he talked about. That's what he taught. Notice this quote. This is uh, from Lesson 22 of our Bible Correspondence course. It's a Herbert W. Armstrong College Bible Correspondence course. It's free, and you can sign up for it at thetrumpet.com. This is Lesson 22, and this is from the message from the editor. It says, It was the message of the new covenant, which will establish the kingdom of God. Christ announced that message, but he never forced men to accept it. Never did he plead with a single person to be converted. He merely announced the good news of the kingdom of God. He announced that. And as it says there, it was the message of the new covenant, which will establish the kingdom of God at uh, Christ's return. So God's church preaches that same message today. Christ said that this message, the gospel, or the good news of the soon coming kingdom and family of God, would be preached to this world. And so it's important to understand what message he's talking about. But then, as we'll see, it's very important to understand who taught it and who is teaching it. Because it's not taught as much as people might think. I suppose people would assume, well, at at any Christian church teaches this. That's not true. They teach a different message. They teach a message about Christ, that he was a person, that he was the Son of God, that he came to this earth, and they talk about those things, which are important, but Christ came preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. Notice Matthew 24 and verse 14. In this chapter, of course, 
Christ's disciples asked him what would be some of the things to look for in the lead up to the return of Christ to his second coming. And he gave them a lot of valuable information. And notice what he said, though, in verse 14. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. So this message, this gospel message, would be preached in all the world for a witness. Now, that doesn't mean the world will accept it today. It's preached for a witness. They've heard it. Some accept it, but many do not. John 6.44 shows that God has to call people. And, but the message goes out. This gospel message, the gospel of the kingdom, it goes out to the world as a witness. And Christ said that would happen before his second coming. And for many years, that didn't happen. For many years, the church was persecuted. It didn't get the message out. If it got it out somewhat, it was very limited in scope. It couldn't go around the world. It couldn't be preached in the world because there was no way to do it. But then Herbert W. Armstrong came on the scene. Now, Mr. Armstrong was used to preach the gospel message to the world. He died on January 16th. 1986. Many people heard Mr. Armstrong on the radio, watched him on television, and read his articles in the Plain Truth magazine. There's Many people know about him, either heard him directly or they had family that heard him. He was, he was all over in terms of the message. He gave uh, the message in many places. And the radio, he would cover the entire United States, other countries as well. Of course, ultimately, he was on television. And The Plain Truth had a circulation of about 8 million people, plus you know, books and booklets that went out. The message went out. The message went out. And it was a message that included quite a bit of knowledge and instruction, but it was about the gospel of the kingdom. That's what the message was about. And it included prophecy of what to look for, what would be happening in the world. It included instruction about God's Sabbath and holy days, his plan for mankind, all of those things tied into this gospel of the kingdom. And as Christ said himself in Matthew 24 and verse 14, and we just read it, that gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And Mr. Armstrong did that. He did that. The technology was available at that time, and God brought things together so it could be done. But he used that technology to get the message out. You know, one man that could speak and be heard by hundreds and thousands and millions because of technology. Mr. Armstrong was used to get that gospel message to this world in a way that it had never gotten out before. Notice what Mr. Armstrong wrote in Mystery of the Ages, this is a free book. It's the last book that he wrote, and it is available at thetrumpet.com. We had to fight for it because the church that he founded tried to destroy it. But this message will not be destroyed because it's the message that God wants out there. And it's free, and it's available to you today at thetrumpet.com, Mystery of the Ages. He wrote, It is revealed in Malachi 3, verses 1 through 5, and Malachi 4, verses 5 and 6, that God would raise up one in the power and spirit of Elijah shortly prior to the second coming of Christ. In Matthew 17 and verse 11, Jesus said, even after John the Baptist had completed his mission, that this prophesied Elijah truly shall first come 
and restore all things. So that's very important. Matthew 17 and verse 11, that this Elijah type would truly come and restore all things. Mr. Armstrong writes, although it is plainly revealed that John the Baptist had come in the power and spirit of Elijah, he did not restore anything. The human leader to be raised up somewhat shortly prior to Christ's second coming was to prepare the way, prepare the church for Christ's coming and restore the truth that had been lost through the preceding eras of the church. Also, a door was to be opened for this leader and or the Philadelphia era of the church to fulfill Matthew 24 and verse 14, which we just read, that the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. And he continues and says, it was to be at a time when, for the first time in the history of mankind, The weapons of mass destruction were produced that could erase all humanity from the earth. You can see that in Matthew 24, verses 21 through 22. This also was to occur just before the second coming of Christ, verses 29 through 30. And he says, these prophecies have now definitely been fulfilled. The true gospel has been restored and now gone in power into every nation on the face of the earth. So those prophecies that Christ talked about were fulfilled in many ways. Now that message continues today, as we'll see. But Mr. Armstrong was used in that spirit and power of Elijah to restore all things, to you know teach the truth that had been lost, as he said. The church, God's church, lost a lot of the teachings that Christ gave. And if you look at Christianity today, as the world would view it, they don't teach what Christ taught. Their beliefs are not what Christ did. Something's different. Something's changed because it's a false gospel message. It's a message about the person of Christ and not about what he taught. He taught the gospel of the soon coming kingdom and family of God. And he said that that message would go out to this world in power just before he returned. And it has gone out, and it continues to go out today. So you can see how important it is to not only know what the message is, but who's delivering it. Who delivered it in the recent past, and who's delivering it today? That's where God's working. It's God's message. That correspondence course, Lesson 22, it says, Today, we also preach the gospel to the world. But the emphasis has changed. We are now commissioned to prophesy again. And you can read about that in Revelation 10 and verse 11. That message continues to go out. There is a warning emphasis. But that message continues to go out today. You have to know who's teaching that message. You have to know who was used to teach it to all nations, who was used to restore all things, and then who continues in that today. Now, Christ is very specifically leading his church, and there is a message that has to go out. The gospel message is vitally important to understand what it's about and to know who's teaching it. Notice Mr. Armstrong in Mystery of the Ages, he said, it is necessary to believe the gospel to be saved. Now, that's how important it is. And he says, how can you believe it unless you know what it is? And for 1,900 years, the world did not know. They just didn't know. Of course, now people might say, well, wait a minute. What about the people that never heard it? (laughs) Are they 
have they lost out on salvation? Well, of course not. God has a plan for everybody. And you can learn more about that in the Herbert W. Armstrong College Bible Correspondence Course. But everyone is going to have to hear the gospel message, believe it, repent, as Christ said, and let God teach them and direct them and instruct them. But for 1,900 years, as Mr. Armstrong writes, that the world didn't know the gospel. The world didn't know the gospel. See, if the gospel message had gone out 1,500 years ago, well, then that prophecy would have been fulfilled and, and uh, Christ's return would have been shortly after that. But it didn't. It didn't go out until very recently. Mr. Armstrong writes that gospel was suppressed and replaced by man's gospel about Christ. And they talk about Christ. You'll hear Christ's name all the time. And Christ said that would happen. They'll, they'll you know, say, I, I Christ am Christ. They'll talk about that. But they're not going to teach what he taught. And we just came through the, the Christmas season as I record this. And, uh, well, people get into that and they think that's great. But did Christ keep that? Did he teach anybody to keep that? He didn't. But why do so many people keep it? Well, it gets down to what Mr. Armstrong wrote about here, that gospel, the true gospel, was suppressed. It was replaced by man's gospel about Christ, about the person of Christ, using his name. He said, Jesus went everywhere preaching the good news of the kingdom of God. He taught in parables about the kingdom of God. He sent out 70 men preaching and commanded them to preach the kingdom of God. And you can read Luke 10 and verse 9. See, he always had made sure that when the work was being done, that he was directing it, and he said, you go and do this. He didn't just say, hey, go out there and just kind of talk about me and use my name and, you know, how, whatever you want to do. <laughs> he said, you go out and you preach the kingdom of God. Preach that message. Mr. Armstrong continues, he sent the apostles on whom the church of God was founded to preach only the kingdom of God, Luke 9, 1 through 2. After the resurrection, before ascending to heaven, Jesus taught his disciples about the kingdom of God, Acts 1 and verse 3. He said, isn't it amazing that the world has lost the knowledge of what it is? What, what is that gospel? I mean, Christ was urgent about teaching that and having his disciples teach it, and yet the world today doesn't know much about it unless they heard it from Mr. Herbert Armstrong, unless they hear it from the Philadelphia Church of God today. Isn't it amazing, he says, that the world has lost the knowledge of what that gospel is. The Apostle Paul preached the kingdom of God. You can look at Acts 19 and verse 8, Acts 20 and verse 25, for example. And God Almighty, through Paul, pronounced a double curse on a man or angel that would dare preach any other gospel. Galatians 1, verses 8 through 9. That's pretty serious. If somebody's preaching a gospel that's not the gospel that Christ brought, there's a double curse there. That's very serious. That's very serious. And so there's a lot of people that preach. But are they preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God that Christ preached? Mr. Armstrong says, why then do so many dare to preach so many other gospels? The good news of the kingdom of God is something you must understand and believe in order to be saved. Jesus Christ said so, and you had better be finding out what it is. And so, again, you can see how important it is to understand what the gospel is, what that message really is. And we don't have time to get into it in depth in the program today, but my hope is that you'll look at Lesson 22 of the Correspondence Course. You'll sign up for that. 
make sure that you study into that more deeply. Let your request Mystery of the Ages, which is free at thetrumpet.com, The Incredible Human Potential as well at thetrumpet.com, all free. And really make sure not only that you understand what the gospel message is, but make sure you know who's teaching it. That's vitally important. It's vitally important that we understand that the gospel that Jesus Christ taught is something that was taught by Mr. Herbert W. Armstrong. And we need to understand that that message continues to be preached today, but it only is taught by God's church. Notice this uh, passage in John 4. This gives us Christ's um, viewpoint here and, and what he did and what his passion was and what our passion needs to be. John 4 and verse 34, Jesus said unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. The correspondence course notes the key word is finish. Finish. That is where we must always focus. Christ is the head of our work today. And of course, you know, Christ promised that he would establish the church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. It would live. The grave would not overtake it. It would continue. And it continues today. It says we must have the same passion Christ had. You individually must put your heart into the work or you will die spiritually. That's a strong statement, but it's true. If we're not doing God's work, then what are we doing? I mean, it was Christ's meat to do the will of him that sent him, (laughs) to do his Father's will. And if we are Christian, if Christ is living in us through the power of God's Spirit, then we'll have that same passion to do God's work. It says, the work is everything. It's not a matter of saying the right thing. It's a matter of looking to Christ and following his direction and what he leads us to do. We must always keep God in the picture. There are many people in this Laodicean era, and you can learn more about that by requesting Malachi's message. That's free also at thetrumpet.com. But many of God's people in this Laodicean era that just simply stopped doing the work. They just stopped. But Christ doesn't stop. It's his meat to do the will of him that sent him. That doesn't just apply to when he was on this earth physically. He's still doing his father's work, and he's doing it through his church. The quote says, what about you? Is your heart in the work? Is your goal to get God's message out to the world? The work is the purpose for the church. That's the only reason God calls some out today, some first fruits. It's because they have to do the work. They have to do the work. And, of course, be prepared for future positions in that kingdom of God. It says we will be severely punished or we won't be in God's family if we don't do that work. So make sure you really do study this lesson, uh, lesson 22 of the Herbert W. Armstrong College Bible Correspondence Course and all the lessons. They're free there at thetrumpet.com. You need to understand what the gospel is. We all need to understand it. We need to understand it. We need to also understand who taught it. Ultimately, Christ taught it, but then who's taught it since? Who, who was the one that preached the gospel to all the world as a witness? Who did that? And then where is it continuing today? Those are things we need to ask. We need to ask those questions and answer them and prove them. So like Christ, we can really say that, well, my meat is to do the will of the Father. It's to, it's to do what he wants. And, of course, Christ directs us to do that. And Christ is our head and directs the church. So we need to make sure we really understand that and support that work today. 
Please sign up for uh, the correspondence course, also Mystery of the Ages and the Incredible Human Potential. It's all free at thetrumpet.com. That's all the time we have for today on this edition of Live by Every Word. Thank you for spending some of your time with me. I'm Dwight Falk. Until next time, let's all strive to more perfectly live by every word of God. You've been listening to Live by Every Word on Trumpet Radio 101.3 KPCG and online at kpcg.fm and thetrumpet.com.